Hi folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland on what can only be described as a historic day in the NFL for the island of Ireland, both north and south of the border. Michael McQuaid, Mark Hogan, and um, if you're listening to this on a Wednesday evening, uh, thank you very much for watching us. Thank you very much if you're listening on a, on, on a Thursday. What what day is it, Mark? It's Wednesday it's morning sick. if you're listening to the podcast uh, if for people tomorrow morning. But, you know, look, we, we appreciate people listening to the podcast, watching live and uh you know, certainly I don't think, Mark, that people would be in this position today if it wasn't for the sheer support that people give to outlets, to teams. So um, let's get into what I'm blabbering on about. Can you believe I kept my big fat gob shut for four months about this? This whole um, marketing thing. I, I can't believe it. What a project effort by you to do. So I think that it was worth it because the excitement today, like I know I look pulling behind the scenes I knew something was up I had the graphic ready so obviously I knew before from other people but I mean the depths that you went to and to keep it from people I mean it 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 was worth it I think because now we have what is an official presence from the NFL in Ireland and it's it's not just the likes of yourself who have been massive to growing the sport in Ireland but I do think that it goes to every single fan like a genuine fan that's been watching in their room for years on their own I know when I started watching the sport, I had known to talk to about, look, it is easier now. There is definitely more of a following here, and that's why these teams want to come. But it definitely started years ago that people individually took it upon themselves to just get interested and were interested in the yeah. sport because it is exciting. I mean, I always credit mine back to uh, Nat Coombs and Mike Carlson on a Monday Night Football on Channel 4. That like There's been a lot building up to this but I do think that it is a reward for the passion and the loyalty a lot of Irish fans have shown that we do have not one but two teams, the Cedars and the Jags, saying, yeah, those fans look exceptional. Let's go and focus our efforts on them. Absolutely. I think I think you've nailed it there, mate. And I guess for, for people listening to this, we're going to focus on Ireland only, um, NI and ROI, but there was various different teams given marketing rights around the world as part of the NFL Global Market Strategy or Global Markets Programme. Um, previously known as the International Home Marketing Agreement. Apologies to the NFL for not getting the right name this morning, but we've got it now. Um, announced, obviously, today, and as Marcus went on there, this Pittsburgh Steelers and the Jacksonville Jaguars um, both announcing that they have, well, in the Steelers' sense, been given the Republic and the North uh, for marketing rights, NI. Um, they, as a result, will have UK marketing rights, but they've explicitly stated that they're only interested in NI in Northern Ireland, which I think is a clear sign of commitment from them to only focus on the island of Ireland, which is fantastic. And obviously the Jacksonville Jaguars, who for years have played in the UK. I have to, you know, I have to commend them. It actually seems like a very, very good move to just branch into the Republic market as well. So it gives them that that extra that 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 extra sort of scope. I know they're doing an event in the Mac in Belfast next month, which should be exciting. There's players and stuff going. Um, let's jump into the, the the Steelers news first, Mark. Obviously, um, I'm a Toronto man. I'm not too far from Nuri. I I know, um, you know, many people in down or Armagh controversially, as it was called out on the PFI College Football WhatsApp group today, because apparently Nuri is in both down and Armagh. But I know a lot of people that would be very um, appreciative of the Rooney family and how much you know not just what the Rooney family means to that city of Newry, um, but also to the Rooney family they have got Newry and the island of Ireland running through their blood obviously Dan Rooney rest him was the ambassador to Ireland the first and only ambassador to this date that has visited all 32 counties in Ireland uh, this goes back to the 1800s 
it really is something that is not just two or three hundred years in in waiting mark but it's it's almost the uh the legacy of the previous runes before art before don what's happening today and what we please god will see happen over the, the coming seasons I've always kind of pointed at how cool it is that the Steelers wear that Shamrock on their jersey. And I suppose I voiced my disappointment when two years ago, I suppose it was, these first international home marketing agreements, as they were known, or the global marketing agreement that I haven't got my tongue around quite yet. When that was first announced, I was sitting in a bar in Phoenix, Arizona, having been to a Cardinals game. I was en route to the airport, and the last thing I did was tweet out my disappointment that the Steelers were given an opportunity not to branch into Ireland and I thought it was a mistake because you kind of thought as an Irish person hey wait a minute I thought you re- you knew that we existed that like the Rooney family runs deep and this isn't any to kind of make an amend I think that there is a genuine passion and it needed to get to a point where it made sense for them to come in and the fans and all were ready willing and able to you know support the adventure I think we are there now and I think that there's a genuine passion I loved I will talk about the Jags in a second, but there was two statements from the team. But when you, I suppose every Irish person loves reading about other people, you know, plumbing the country, right? And I thought it was a really, really nice and cool statement from the leaders from Art Rooney saying about, you know, how, you know, it's it's a cliche, but I suppose it always rings true for America and Ireland, that special relationship. And I think that's when, and we'll get into this over the next little while, but when the Steelers announced that they're coming here, they're not just making up the numbers. I think there's a lot of excitement for what they're genuinely going to do here. And in case I haven't revealed it, I I have been a closet theaters fan all this time. I've been uh, ready, willing, and able to go myself. So uh, finally glad to get the call. Courtesy um, of my brother, by the way. I'm not a, cl- a closet theaters fan yet, but who knows? Who knows? Over the next few years, I think uh, I think they're going to win a lot of people over. I think win a lot of people over even as their second team because it's it's easy with the whole connection and. Um, I don't think you're giving anything away at the minute. I think, um, and this is something I just seen while we're recording this, there is an event in in Dublin on Thursday. Um, and I think it, and it's been publicized. So I, I am going to talk about it. It's been publicized by the Irish Times and numerous different outlets today. Um, there is an event on Thursday with Laurie McCarthy, who, if you're not sure, folks listening for the first time, is the president of the GEA. And he actually ends his tenure next year. Um, and an Armand man takes over in Jardiff Burns. And that... This just seems like very, very welcoming and weird timing that this is all happening. I'm just going to put it out there. Jarlath Burns will want to be the president of the GEA that brings an NFL game to Ireland in Crook Park. I have no doubt. I'm just going to publicly say that now. This is the Instagram reel. I think we have a game. In, I mean, a, a global marketing strategy agreement is five years minimum term. I reckon we have a game before 2027 or at that point, 30 years on from the 97 game. It says here that there is an event where, you know, we're going on Thursday. There's an event in Crook Park on Thursday. Cordell Stewart, who's the former Pittsburgh quarterback, played in the 97 game against the Bears, which is a preseason game. And uh, Don Rooney Jr. is coming as well. He's a director of business development with the Cedars. And you were talking there about their strategy so far, Mark. And I. this is not a a sponsored podcast at all. Like, you know, our views do not represent that of the NFL or the Steelers, but I've been able to meet Dan. He gets it 100%. So that's why I, like, I mean, I, I've been extremely impressed by the way that they've done this already. And the fact that they're flying over says an awful lot about their intentions, 
So I have no doubt that they may not be able to say that, but it says on their website that they fully intend on playing a game. 2025, 2027 are the years that the AFC will have an extra game again. You've also, and we'll talk, we'll give the Jags their proper time in a few minutes, but you've got the Jags there now who have got that, it seems a home run to bring both those teams for a game. Potentially, they do that in Dublin one week, they go to London the next week. But I think outside of all of that, and outside of the fact that Yes, this could happen as a one-off. People in Ireland, north, south of the border, whatever, deserve this game. 100%. London is, is fantastic, but you've got thousands of people who go to games every year. Thousands of fans here that will fill up Croker and, in my opinion, make it an atmosphere not as good, you know, as good as Tottenham, but better. There's no doubt about it, man. There's so much to unpack there. One, to touch on Croker, it does have you know, the head start on the Aviva because of the history of it being specifically the Cedars having had that game in 1997. It could be the 30-year anniversary. The way that it's working is, of course, the AFC teams have that extra home game this year. They are facilitating a lot of those international games like the Bills, the Titans, the Jags, all AFC teams hosting those games in London. The same can be said for the Chiefs and the Patriots, uh, which means that because they're obviously the Cedars and the Jags and NFC team, there's no way it's going to happen um, this year, obviously, or next year. In 2025, it becomes interesting because the cycle comes back around. And by 2025, we might be more used to this 17-game slate that obviously, you know, remains only its third year in. Maybe by then, we're not going to keep on doing the rotation. Maybe then there's a full slate of, um, you know, neutral venue games for that 17. Now, that's, you know, predicting a lot. But there is a lot to play out here. There's a lot of, you know, extra options for those teams to where, where they could play. So... I think this definitely is setting up that it could be within, you know, the the nearer term versus the further term. And it's great. Like, it, I suppose it does. They need to start making moves now if that is to happen. So yeah. that's why it's so exciting that it is now that it is happening. And yeah, 2027, I, I almost, I went from having an off-season, off-record, I suppose, conversation with you saying, I don't know if we get a game that soon. And all of a sudden, I'm like, if it's any later in 2027, I'm shocked now. I think it's 25. I think it has to be. And I, again, I'm speaking for myself here, Proof Football Ireland. Yeah. And Mark, I have to give Mark a shout out for his graphics. They'd be just unbelievable. And uh, I was shaking that much at 12 o'clock. I forgot to tag him on Twitter again, so I feel bad. But um, yeah, that's happening on Thursday, Mark. Excited for that event. Um, excited to obviously meet people at that event and whoever's there, it's going to be a good crack. Do you know what the funny thing about meeting someone is? And I, this went through my head when the announcement was coming through, especially when the Jags thing happened. We had a great Henry Hodgson on, what, only two, three weeks ago? And we were praising international fans, the UK fans, the German fans. And he, with a very straight face, never let slip about Ireland. But obviously, he was in the work since then. And it put a smile on my face today, thinking that we were having one conversation and he was having a completely different one. He knew exactly <laughs> how excited we were all going to be. You can tell him that on Thursday. Um, I guess for I guess for people listening, yeah, like I think I think for me it's twenty five makes sense. I think if they want to do this as not not just a one off, but to try and maybe look at what could happen down the road, I think twenty five does make sense. I think you got that aura of twenty seven being the thirty year thing. I think at that point in the year with the dual championship or so the split season now in the, the gap that it wouldn't be a problem. I, I don't know, and I don't think the Aviva is an option at the minute. I think it's Croker or bust. I think the numbers. Are, are too big um, I'm not dispelling that but I would say that I mean I think it says an awful lot about um, and just to sort of say what the Steelers said you know like in terms of 
you know, Brett Gosper, who's the head of the NFL Europe, talking about, you know, the very passionate NFL fan base across Ireland, the, the NFL get that, you know, this is a long time coming. And you could see that today, the fact that Ireland got a separate announcement to everybody else, I think says an awful lot. But, um, you know, for Art Rooney the second. Dan Sun, the same family's deep roots throughout Ireland and being able to connect with her fans across the island is something special to our organisation. My father done so much in his lifetime. First as one of the founders of the Ireland Funds and then as the ambassador. Um, and we look forward to growing our fan base in the years to come. So I think it's um, it's pretty cool. I would say, yes, we're talking 25-27 and we'll talk about the Jags in a second, but um, why not run it back against an NFC team next year as the away team? Oh, I mean, I, I suppose it's up to the, the Steelers to do it. I don't think uh, an NFC is going to do their marketing for them. But I suppose what else is, needs to be said about, look, the game is what everyone's focusing on. And that's what everyone is kind of probably listening for as well. But there is questions and uh, I felt a bit proud of myself today getting a few DMs. I was like, oh, maybe I uh, I am cracking this a bit that people are so interested to DM me of all people. They must think that I know something. <laughs> but it was... People are also asking, what does this mean? Well, first of all, before I forget, it means that we should all probably go support this thing. And I've no doubt that anyone that's listening has probably already done it. But if you haven't, go follow the socials. Go follow. It had been the Jaguars UK. Now it's Jaguars UK and I. I thought that was yeah. really cool. They're giving really us cool. And then the Steelers, I think it's at Steelers Ireland or maybe the other way around. It has been endorsed. At Steelers by the Ireland. Team. At, at Steelers Ireland. Ireland. And they're on both Instagram and Twitter. And I saw the account yesterday. It was it was actually on Twitter a day early, and it was good. It, it had no followers. It jumped up to eight hundred and fifty when I by the first time I saw it. Then after the announcement, which which was great to see because we do want to show that we're active here. But in terms of what it means, and you'll see this more on the social media, is they will give us our own posts. There will be a team that it will come with an Ireland logo or whatever logo they settle on. It will have that embodied or emboldened, whatever, in the corner. They will be for Ireland. They'll, they are saying, this is for the Irish audience. We're putting this out for you. It might be that it is a crossover with GAA. I know when teams activate in Australia, they might have made things big things out of the um, Australian football over there. So it is the NFL giving a nod to maybe the All-Ireland in a few. It's kind of, it is nice to see them kind of do that. But it does go deeper when the Rams went to Australia last year, in the last few months, they brought the likes of the cheerleaders over. Erica Tomposi from around the NFL fame, she moved over to the other Rams to work behind, or behind the scenes with them. She went over and did a meet and greet or whatever it was, or definitely a trip in Australia. They bring with them, I suppose, the keychains or whatever with the cool Irish logo or at the time the Australian logo crossed over with the Rams. Um, and then really importantly to a lot of it's a direct better for now for now for us Michael but they might do fan events you know this kind of stuff fan clubs where you're going to get access to prizes tickets to sign merch or whatever all those kind of things kind of come on stream if there is events and it's the theaters you can be sure they're going to bring these terrible tales so all those things even though maybe a little free caring sounds small, we haven't had that today or since today or until today, which I'm super excited about. So it's all about the game is what you'll hear a lot of people say. But I think it's really cool. These other little small things as they just activate in this market. Who knows? There's probably going to be podcasts and all coming down the line. That would be pretty cool if that happened. Um, yeah, there's obviously n- numerous different things, events, 
Uh, I seen it on their website. They are planning a, a watch event this year. So that's pretty cool. And the one that was in Mexico last year looked fantastic. So, And they have said, uh, we'll get to the Jags in a second, but the Jags have kind of cleared up that they won't be here this summer. They are going to London, Manchester, maybe in Belfast, which we already knew that was announced a few weeks ago. They have said, look, we're not adding Ireland to that yet, which I kind of was surprised about. I was kind of a bit like, ah, that kind of made too much sense. But then they, they nipped it straight in the bud. But who knows, maybe the Cedars bring someone over later on in the year. Maybe we'll see Minka Fitzpatrick on O'Connell Street. My understanding is the Jags, I'm talking about the Jags now actually, Fitzpatrick um, and O'Connell Street. Uh, obviously, yeah, the Belfast thing is tied up before this was approved a, a to them. Uh, but I mean, you're 70 minutes up the road. like So it's it's all good. Uh, and I'm not going into a geographical or political conversation about that. All good. I think what the Jags are doing and going to the Jags actually is great. I mean, we speak the same language in terms of our first language every day as the guys over there. Uh, the Jags have embedded themselves into the market. They've done a lot of work. I know in Belfast between East West Belfast uh, with Jag Tag, their, their um, sort of variation of flag football and they work together with disadvantaged and sort of, you know, communities in Belfast, especially that have been let down over recent years. And I think that's fantastic to see. And I've no doubt that they'll do that in Dublin more and more and I've no doubt that they'll do that with flag football and the Steelers will also um, the Jaguars one was interesting just I think you know a lot of people didn't expect it we, we got word of it early last week and and you know it was, it was just great to hear that they were that they were that they were going to do it and I, I know they put an awful lot of hard work into it and the team there have done that as well so it's cool for them and it's it's cool for fans because you know if you're talking about seeing um, you know potentially I mean last year they done that live event with Neil Reynolds in Manchester that's now been expanded to Belfast this year as well It'll be great. Hopefully, please God, to see that in Dublin also. And um, I guess the more the merrier and it's just going to get bigger. I mean, I think now they realize the opportunity they have in the market, which has Sky Sports for their NFL coverage and is very, very similar to that mainland UK market, especially. So um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's an extension of what they have already in the north. So it's it's going to be good. Um I guess for the Jags, you know, you, you, you do look at and it gives us another option, Mark. You know, it gives us another opportunity here if they want to have a base where they play two to three games, playing a game 45 minutes across the water is not going to be an issue. I'll, I'll help. I'll happily help them set it up if needs be. I mean, it's all good. What I think is cool about the Jags is you felt like they didn't have to do it, which is the nice part about this. Exactly. Like they wanted to come here and I suppose it completely changed my feelings on the Jags in terms of being a fan from Europe. They were kind of becoming London te- London's team. I mean, when the Cardinals moved from St. Louis to Arizona, one of the things that happened when they were, I think, getting funding for stadium was they couldn't be called the Phoenix Cardinals. They had to become known as the Arizona Cardinals because they wanted to be the whole state. So kind of applying that same thought process and psychology, the Jags were becoming London's team. And now I really thought that it just kind of changed for me. I said, wow, like like I said, they want to be here. They don't have to be here. They could very happily stay in England. And I was like, wow, this is actually one of the first times that English and Irish people have shared a team, essentially. Like, yeah. you know, which is a massive thing. They don't want it to be in us and them, which I actually thought was massive. Like, you can talk about it in a geopolitical sense. That's not what I'm doing, but I suppose you could look at well, it. It's, it's, it's one thing that brings people together, Mark, and that, that's the reality it is. And I loved it because, like I said, um, they didn't have to do it. They are established over here. And they did say, like, we are going to focus on the Republic. 
uh, yeah, which I thought was nice. And it, it is exciting because we know how more frequently they come over. You don't know. Maybe they do want to start breaking up as games kind of come on stream. They're saying, oh, well, we probably won't go into Germany, but maybe they do start doing a tour of the UK and Ireland to bring the game around. Like, who knows? I mean, we're also focused on the Steelers, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. And the Jack, and I, it completely blindsided me. Uh, and we are definitely lucky. They did have a video out by one of their former quarterbacks, Hall of Famer, Tony Vaselli, saying how good of a time it is for the Jags that with Trevor Lawrence, with the team around and with the Doug Peterson effect, that it is a good time for them to come over here. And it definitely, you can be real cool about it if you want and say like, no, not my team. But I think I am definitely a Cardinals fan. But look, at the end of the day, the Cardinals haven't announced to come to Ireland. You know, your Broncos haven't announced that they want to come to Ireland. They would have been offered the same opportunity. The Jags, when the, you meet them in London and the players and the coaches and the team are saying, oh, we really love coming here. You know what? They backed it up. Themselves and the Steelers are the first two teams to back it up, in my eyes. I can't see any other team doing it, part the Patriots. And I think that's why this is such an important day, because I don't think this day happens for a long time again. Um, so it's awesome. Today is the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement being accepted, the results. And a lot of people, if you're not sure, go and look at what Don Rooney done to help bring the people bring people in, in, in NI together during not only the troubles, but also after whenever he was the ambassador of the US to Ireland, asked by Barack Obama to do that. Again, as I said at the start of the podcast, a guy that went to all 32 counties, Irish blood in his heart, and it's 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 fantastic to see. Um, it feels close to home as well because I suppose the Jags, not so much the Steelers because of the legacy that they have, but they are more small markets, you could say, than you know yeah. your 49ers or your New York teams that like just take it for granted, and rightfully so. I mean, a lot of people do just they switch on the NFL and it's Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys on TV the whole time with the Giants, and it's very easy to become a fan. I wouldn't blame anyone for coming. They're great franchises and a lot of fun to watch. But these guys, you know, don't have as big pockets mm. in that sense. You know, they, they don't have as much of a reach. And it's nice that the, I'm not going to say the small guy. I mean, at the end of the day, they're NFL teams and massive team. franchises working billions. But it's nice that these guys said, like, yeah, Ireland is a small country. We don't, like, you know, they're not going to break the bank. They could have gone and focused on a massive country with a massive population. At the end of the day, we're an island of 5 million people and we punch above our weight. And it is insane to see it, like, next to the likes of Australia and New Zealand that, you know, are obviously the other side of the world, but are just much bigger. That And the, the likes of Spain have theirs. The likes of France. France only have one team, I think. They have a massive population, but I think they only have the Saints. That this the, the, what Germany has a what ten times our population, more than that, and yeah. they only have twice as many teams as us. It's just That's pretty cool. And so many, I think it's an honor on so many levels that the Jags and the Steelers have come, and they're the first ones to do it. And I'll forever give them credit for that. I think you're bang on on what you're saying, bang on, and I look forward to seeing you and. Whoever's there on Thursday, it's, it's going to make a crack. And obviously, thanks to both the Steelers and the Jags for um, placing themselves on this market. And um, we got a good few podcasts for this week. Do you want to give any hints away or just wrap up the podcast or what? <laughs> so, we, we, uh, well, yeah, we've had some guests. Don't this say week. the one that hasn't been recorded yet. Don't jinx it. No, no we don't. But um, one that I did record and I had a lot of fun doing was the, uh, the dream team. It happened. Darren Irvin, myself, and Jason Hayes, which was. 
I, I text Jason afterwards and I said, this is the part of the year that I look forward to every year, getting to have a chat with Darren Irvin. Uh, as a card, it's Cardinals, if I haven't said that already. He's from the team website and yeah, he's absolutely my gospel and has been for years. I've been lucky to um, talk to him a few times and meet him in person and stuff. And it's really cool to, I suppose anyone that's listening has their favorite guys, whether it's around the NFL, whether it's Mike Florio, whether it's Pat Mac- McAvee. Mark Hogan. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uh, Darren Irvin is up there and you'll hear when I begin the podcast I say if I was to throw a dinner party there'd always be a seat reserved for him so we got into it I mean it's probably not for the faint hearted because you had me and Jason not just saying bad? I'm joking uh, it, it, it gets it gets <laughs> deep it gets deep it was Jason is an absolute wizard I, I can see it as like I don't know if I'm Ireland's biggest Cardinals fan anymore because Jason is just he he bleeds red would you believe and no I, I had a lot of fun it was it was a lot of fun so that one should be coming down the tracks and uh, yeah I think we have a few more on the way we do. It's it's going to be a good week. Uh, obviously, folks, if you see us in Dublin, give us a shout out the weekend. If you have any questions on these marketing moves at NFL Ireland, DM me, DM Mark, we'll we, we'll be happy to answer the questions for you. But um, a great day. Um, yeah, follow us at NFL Ireland social media. Follow myself, Mark, Jason, McKill, and the whole team. CFI, CFB team coming back soon as well. Mark has got his foam finger for people on the podcast. The green foam, fi- the, gre- the green foam finger. Green. Green foam finger. On that note, we can, look, you know we can look forward to that. We can look forward to that kind of merch over the side of the island. Then bring that with you on Thursday, folks. Chat to you soon.